Today's episode is sponsored by an upcoming movie called If. We don't go to the theater a lot as a family, mostly because it's tough to find a movie we're all going to like, but If is one of those movies. It comes out in theaters May 17th. I saw the trailer the other day, and we ended up watching the trailer multiple times to check out all the different imaginary friends that are in it. Some of them are what you would think an imaginary friend would be like, a nice-looking monster, kind of. But other ones are so random, like this one that's a knight and one's a dragon and one is just a banana. And it gets wilder, too, but I'm not going to spoil it all for you. The movie is about this girl who can see imaginary friends, and she goes on this magical adventure to reconnect forgotten imaginary friends with their kids. I know me and my kids are going to enjoy going to the theater for this one, and the cast has tons of our favorite performers like Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski wrote the movie inspired by his own kids' imagination to be funny and exciting for all ages. It looks like a real slam dunk. The movie If releases in theaters May 17th, and we are totally going, so check it out. and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Today's episode is sponsored by Creator Kids. Creator Kids is a place for your little listener to learn skills like drawing, watercolor painting, iMovie, digital painting, chess, and more. Each class is a live learning opportunity. It is productive screen time and it's fun. Visit creatorkidswithaz.com and browse their class lists today. And use promo code KIDSTORIES20 for a huge 20% discount. Now on to some shoutouts. Cosimo from Hawaii enjoys the stories. Cosimo is a big fan of Vernon the dragon, and I think if you were a dragon in the stories, you'd be a tiny dragon, as little as a fly, who can use his dragon magic to grow as big as a full-size dragon. Thanks for listening, Cosimo. Amelia and Logan like to listen, and they shared a bunch of really awesome drawings. Thanks for those drawings, you two. I think if you were characters in the valley, you'd be good cave troll wizards who can shapeshift into regular humans. Thanks for listening, Amelia and Logan. And Trig from Minnesota shared a really cool Lego robot dog he made. That's super cool, Trig. Thanks for sharing that. If you were a character in the valley, I think you'd be a robot dog builder who lives in the town of Power Up, along with the other scientists. Thanks for listening, Trig. Today's episode is titled, The Island of the Seed, Part 3. Unica and Addison gathered things from their room at the academy. They were preparing for their journey to seek out the stone minotaur. So what do you take on a mission to find a minotaur turned to stone? asked Unica while searching through her dresser drawers. I don't think it matters, Unica, said Addison. We don't really have much of anything anyway. Just then, two familiar faces appeared in their doorway. Hey, you two, said Holly. Getting ready for the big trip? Yeah, answered Addison. But we don't have much to take anyway, so we're ready when you are. Well, it turns out Hamish used most of the supplies to make the reverse potion, said Lucy so we're going to our old hometown in the Green Forest to gather the rest of what we need. Lucy and Holly had shown Addison and Unica around the academy lately, introducing them to everyone and making sure they had everything they needed. 
They knew what it was like to be out of their element in a new place with no familiar faces. And they had been living at the academy for a while now and were happy to help newcomers. The four kids all made the trip to the green forest. Lucy and Holly led them to the base of huge trees with ladders built into the trunks. All right, we're going to go on up and grab some useful things, said Lucy. You two stay down here. We'll be right back. Unica and Addison wandered around the trees, looking up and admiring the massive tree houses built up in the higher branches. This place is pretty awesome, said Addison. So green and full of life. From all around, they heard the sounds of forest creatures. Birds chirping, big leaves rustling in the breeze, tree animals chittering. Crowling and fighting? Wait, did you hear that? asked Addison. Something's fighting, or I can't quite make it out. No, I hear it too, said Unica. Some kind of growling and a struggle. Maybe someone's in trouble. The siblings ran off into the forest, following the sounds of angry fighting. It sounded like a person yelling, but also like an animalistic snarl. Soon, Addison and Unica reached a large fallen tree. Not far on the other side of it was an amazing sight. A monster that was a tree. Or a tree that was a monster. It was like a big tree with glowing eyes and sharp teeth, and it was using its branches as arms. Unica and Addison hid behind the big fallen tree. They did not want this awful thing to notice them. They watched as the tree beast held a chicken by its feet. The chicken flapped its wings furiously and struggled to break free. Should we do something? asked Unica. Addison shrugged. Circle of life, I guess, he said. The tree beast lifted the chicken by its legs and positioned it above its open mouth. The chicken then turned to Addison and Unica and caught their eyes. They were both hiding behind the huge log, but he could see their heads popped up. Little help here, yelled the chicken. The two siblings were shocked to hear the chicken actually speak. Did that chicken just ask for help? asked Unica. Uh, yeah, I guess it did, said Addison. I guess we should help then? Addison and Unica both leaped over the fallen log and yelled to distract the tree beast. The monster snapped its head in their direction and roared in anger. Unica unfurled her wings and took to the skies. She swooped down to the beast, distracting it as best she could. Addison ran to the monster and slashed his sword right into its tough wooden body. The tree beast swiped at him with a branch arm and Addison hopped backward out of the way. The tree beast slashed wildly at Unica in the air and Addison near it on the ground. Addison leaped up and hacked at the wooden hand that was holding the chicken. The tree beast growled in pain and dropped the bird. It plopped onto the ground and flapped off to take cover near the fallen tree. The tree beast then bounded toward Addison, and he realized that even his deft ninja skills didn't make him faster than a massive tree monster. Luckily, before the tree had time to reach out and grab Addison, a series of loud cracks and pops filled the air. Lucy and Holly rushed onto the scene, throwing firecrackers at the monster's roots. Get out of here, yelled Lucy. Go on, get, added Holly. They continued to toss simple little fireworks that made loud popping and cracking sounds when they exploded. The fireworks were nothing special, little kids' fireworks, but the tree beast clearly hated them. After a few popped too close to his roots, he turned and ran off into the forest. 
Unica landed near the girls. Thanks for helping us with that, uh, um, tree beast, finished Lucy. They live here in the green forest. A word of advice, try and stay away from them in the future. Yeah, we were going to, but then he was about to eat a chicken, said Unica. Yeah, well, circle of life, you know, said Holly. Tree beasts gotta eat, too. Yeah, but this was a talking chicken, said Unica. Lucy and Holly didn't have time to reply before the chicken walked up to them. And I thank you kindly for the save, said the chicken. Really appreciate it for sure. Normally, I can handle a tree beast, but you see, this one caught me off guard. Addison, Unica, Lucy, and Holly all stood in silence for a moment, a bit stunned at seeing a chicken talking. You're... you're talking? Oh, that's crazy, said Addison. You just fought off a tree with a face, and you think a talking chicken is crazy? said the chicken. Okay, you've got a point, said Addison. Out of curiosity, where did you come from? asked Lucy. I have never heard of a talking chicken wandering the green forest before. Well, I've been here in the valley a few weeks, just passing through. But my name's Bob the Egg, and I'm a traveler, an adventurer, really, I guess. I left my hometown when I was young and have been wandering ever since. Wait, you're a chicken, but your name is Bob the Egg? asked Unica. Yeah, I know. I understand the confusion. I used to be an egg, though, so it, it makes sense if you think about it, said Bob. I'm not sure it does, said Lucy. But, again, out of curiosity... How did you gain the ability to speak? Well, I've always known how to talk, said Bob. I can do some magic, too. I was born on a, on a magical island where pretty much everything born there is magical, even like the fruits and such. Addison and Unica looked at each other. And what island would that be? asked Addison. Place called Seed, or Island of the Seed, if you're a tourist, said Bob. No way, said Unica. We're from Seed, too. How come we never heard of you? I left not long after I was born. As amazing as Seed is, that island was too small for me, said Bob. I was destined for greater things, and so I set out to explore the world. You know, now that you mention it, I do remember people saying Farmer Bridget hatched some strange chickens a while back, and, and one of them was able to talk, Addison thought out loud. Yeah, that was me, said Bob. All my brothers and sisters are still there. Oh, maybe, maybe I should head back there and visit the fam. Addison sighed, and Unica looked down at her feet. Lucy and Holly felt awkward and waited for the others to explain the situation. Bob, there's something we need to tell you, Addison began. Not too long ago, these bad guys came to seed through a portal. They stole the magical seed and, and turned everyone to stone. Everyone but me and Unica here. Bob said nothing. He scrunched up his face, looking at Addison, wondering if he was lying or, or teasing or telling the truth. It's true, Bob, added Unica. Our parents were some of those turned to stone. They're in the town square right now near the fountain as still as statues. We came here to the valley to seek help from the people at the academy. Bob plopped down onto his feathery little bottom. 
He slung his leather pouch off his shoulder and laid down onto his back right there on the forest floor. Um, Bob, are you all right? asked Lucy, kneeling next to the distraught little chicken. No, I'm not all right. I'm not all right at all, said Bob. I guess I've got to return home and see what I can do to help. Wait, Bob, that's, that's what we're doing, you see? Addison dove right in and told Bob the whole story, all the way up to them coming to the green forest to prepare for their journey to locate the Minotaur. Well, that story's completely ridiculous, said Bob the Egg. As ridiculous as a talking chicken? asked Addison. I see your point, said Bob. Well, I'm coming with you and there's nothing you can do about it. Addison, Unica, Lucy, and Holly all looked at each other like, are we really going to take this chicken we just met on this adventure with us? Lucy piped up. I think he should come, she said. He's got a stake in this too. Lucy and Holly had been through some stuff. They had fought alongside some interesting heroes like Steve the Goblin King and the rest of the Goblin Horde. They knew firsthand that even though a person might not appear very helpful, they could still bring something important to a mission. The others nodded in agreement. Lucy and Holly pulled out the maps that Professor Pilsen got from the werewolf librarian. They all huddled around the old papers and discussed the best way to approach this next step in their adventure. The end. Thanks for listening, everyone. In the next episode, the heroes will try and track down that stone minotaur. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. Send all your drawings and things to kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. And for many more stories and things, visit patreon.com forward slash kidstoriespodcast. Adios.